Hello and good night, everyone. This is the Business Motivation Podcast, episode four. I am your host, Matthew Farkerson, known as the Business Motivator, your local business coach. And tonight we have a special guest with us. His name is Mr. Quinnell Ming, the founder of Cyanope Media. Mr. Ming, say hello to the people, man. Hey, everybody. What's up? Good night. Good night, everybody. I am delighted to be here. I'm, I'm, I'm thankful. I'm grateful for the opportunity to speak and to be on this great initiative. Something that I, that I really like to see. I really like to see podcasts and you know, innovation and encouragement to other people like myself and like Matthews itself. <laughs> you know, hey. it, I think I think a lot of young people need this. So I'm delighted to be here. Wow, um, I was not expecting that. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. <laughs> no problem. No problem. All right. Um, of course, um, for those watching, um, the past three episodes, I. I had people on the podcast that I've known for years. So this gentleman, this is the first time speaking to him. <laughs> I mean, since today, as in, in kind of in person, um, kind of, right? So, you know, bear with us if, you know, the chemistry doesn't flow that much. But what I wanted to get from this is, you know, inspiration as Mr. Ming alluded to in his little introduction so we're gonna get into the questions now um it's a little background on mr me so you're a student at northern caribbean university right yes i am i am i'm just about finished which is wonderful uh, my emphasis is journalism so um, well the main degree is media and communications um, but i emphasize in journalism and uh, yes, uh, it, I've been in Jamaica, well, at NCU since 2016, and I'm just about done. Okay, um, you might have caught a slip there. Um, Mr. Ming is actually um, not originally from Jamaica, he's from Guyana. So, shout out to all those in Guyana who might see this, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. And you know, more so to Guyana. Um, Part of the Caribbean, of course, and of course, um, we do appreciate people from all cultures that have a common goal, which is to be a success in life. And yeah. on this particular podcast, we emphasize business, right? Yeah. So just just run me through it. I mean, you're originally not from here. So what was it like going to NCU, a Jamaican institution? Is it different from Guyana? Well, of course, Jamaica is, is a special and a unique place. It will be different. However, when it comes to adapting um, to the to Jamaican culture and adapting to the Jamaican environment, it wasn't it wasn't that much difficult to be honest. Because Guyana is very much similar to Jamaica. We are very very much similar. Um, our people are similar, and they landscape of the countries are very much similar um the only exception is i think jamaica is a little bit more hilly because we're a very flat country um especially in our um with the lowland regions where most of the most of the population resides but jamaica is generally a hilly 
has a very heated terrain so you almost at any local there's a wonderful view of a mountain or you know and a great horizon but um culture culture wise with music and food and the vibe and the, even with the weather um you know very much similar so they're so adapting to the Jamaican environment which pretty it was pretty pretty easy all right good to hear that good to hear that um no we're gonna get into the questions um Sayanopi Media. How did that happen? Like, you know, I think I don't know if I'm remembering it correctly, but you know, in that report that I saw on Facebook, it said that you you saw a problem, you saw some issue, and then you built you built this business in order to solve that issue. Can you please run me through it? What was really going on? What was going through your mind? No problem, no problem. Well, um, well let me first do this. Canopy Media. <laughs> I, I know, I know, I know the, the spelling of the name throws a lot of people off. And some people, mm -hmm. a lot of people, yeah, I, I, yeah, I know, oh. don't, be, don't, don't, be, don't be shocked. And, you know, a lot of people, Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Canopy, so yeah. <laughs> is, there, is there a pathway yeah. there? Is it the kind ah, of pathway? right. You smart guy. Oh. You're smart. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, man. Yeah, Brilliant. Man. I like. I like it even more now. <laughs> yeah, you're on point. So um, a lot of people, a lot of people miss that. Um, but I don't think they miss it. They just don't consider it enough. So they, I think they get what you're getting. The whole dialect, Caribbean dialect aspect of it. Wait, hold on. There's a little bit. There's a little bit more. But that is a very important Before you go any further, uh, mm -hmm. I thought it was Cyanopy because um, it's a media business, right? Yeah. And Cyan. You're also right. Cyan is a, a primary color of light, I think. Or uh, something like that. Okay. Let, let, me, so. let me explain. Let me explain. Because you, you, you're you not wrong. You're, you're right on both accounts. You're right on the yeah, part okay. of it. Two being, for two? Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you're correct on the part of it being. Um, uh, a hint to the Caribbean dialect, as you said, Patois, and you're also correct of it being a, a, something that relates to media, in a sense. So, originally, when I started, I, I had a whole channel P idea since 2017, 2017, and um, of course, I said my, my emphasis is journalism, and, you know, to add to that, I really love print, so I love magazines, and I love... Um, I'm, I'm the type of person that would walk around in, in fancy places and just collect magazines just because I want them. I'm just having my room, a big pile of magazines, newspapers from all around the around the world. I would, just, I would just have them, keep them just because I like print. So my original intention for Canopy Media was just to be a print um, media outlet. I wanted to create a mainstream Caribbean magazine. Um, similarly to the ones you find on a lot of airlines, like Caribbean Airlines, um, okay. they have the Caribbean Beat magazines. I wanted to do something in that regard, and the magazine's content would be youth, youth-oriented, um, youth empowered, um, and to represent the, the Caribbean culture, and you know to give young business owners a chance as well. So I wanted to do something, but it was really print media. So with that being the intention. Um, cyan came about C-Y-A-N because that okay. is the one of the primary colors so the C-M-Y-K color code um, for print okay. so there's RGB if you know for your TV and your laptops and your 
with screens. Oh, okay. Ah, and then CMYK is what you find in print. Um, so I, and, and from the CMYK in the science, so I took that additionally because this is a Caribbean thing. I wanted this to be a Caribbean thing. We don't say canopy as Caribbean people we say canopy. Right. Well, you know, you can't do this, you can't do that. So I added that twist um, into the C-Y-A-N, so canopy, uh, from the original spelling. And I think additionally, being Guyanese, we have the rainforest as one of our main attractions. Right. But I wanted to, I wanted to have a company that is really diverse. Um, you know, it speaks to a lot of people, it speaks to the Caribbean culture, it speaks to different personalities, different talents. The canopy in the forest is the most diverse part of the rainforest. Uh, you know, I was just thinking about canopy as a covering. Yes. Ah, you know? oh, I got that. I got that. I got that. Yeah, and that. So that is where. So I took the rainforest and print and uh, and dialect and just blend everything together and really got a name that a lot of people don't have because no one else would spell it C Y. I mean, it's the wrong spelling for the word. So I was a bit safe there when it comes to nobody copywriting and these type of stuff. So well, that's where the name came about. That's where the name came about. Brilliant. Um, obviously, this young man is very smart. I mean, I don't <laughs> think I could have come up with that. <laughs> Brilliant. I like it. I really like it. But what really... Okay, so you say you were interested in all the print media and mm -hmm. stuff like mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. But... You going to school now, like, what was the real inspiration behind it? Because I'm sure this this media company is not just you. Other people are involved. Am I correct? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, so you're, you're correct. So who are you targeting when you started this? Like, why did you start this in the first place? Yeah, got you. No problem. Thank you for that question. Well, of course, the intent. Um, and from anybody who would have heard what I just said a few seconds ago and now looking at the company now and and you know here and probably if you would have read the article that was published and seen certain things or who know me knows me would know that okay this the, the intent has changed the purpose has changed so my goal is no longer just to create one nice big magazine and just put it in the airline it's something different um and this <sighs> You know, landing at this whole new idea came after a long time, a lot of trial and error. Well, I'm not even going to say trial and error. I'm just going to say a lot of experiments because I, so when I started in 2017, I just kept doing stuff, kept doing things. And, you know, team would have changed over time. And just too, because I, I, I wrote an, uh, I did a video um, a few months ago on a podcast that I hosted, I host as well. We, 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 we're taking a break at the moment, but we still come back. You should check okay. it out when you have time on Via Caribbean. Um, yeah, the sure, no problem. I said, hmm. one of the things that separate uh, unsuccessful people from successful people is the fact that they just started. That is all. The successful people started. Uh... Unsuccessful that, people, true. they're still waiting for some kind of opening or something. So just like yourself now, I know that you know that you'd want a lot more when it comes to podcasts and right. you want to go bigger, better. And I know you have your, your side set on, this is what I want my podcast to look at, to look like in the next couple of months. You know, I may, I may want to 
maybe next year I may want a new studio or I may want to add somebody else on my team. I may want a co-host because maybe this, this hosting thing is not really my thing, but I'm just doing it now because I am the person in charge. But the fact is, and the important part is that you started and that is what separates you from a lot of unsuccessful people. All right. So, so this, now hold yeah. on, hold on, uh, Mr. Ming. <laughs> uh, you made a very important point that I had to, I had to highlight it. Um, in, I don't know if you watched the last episode that I did with um, Mr. Pino, and he told a story about how he, you know, resigned from his regular day job and pursued his dream. And it's the same thing. He just decided that he's going to start yeah. and he's going to persist with this thing. And um, sometimes it's difficult. Um, yeah. You might feel that you're too ignorant, you know, or you know enough mm. and stuff like that. And it might it it, it is discouraging. I mean, I remember when yeah. I was I was, you know, trying to see what I can do and it was really discouraging. And yeah. I just decided that you know what? I would feel worse if I did not try. Mm. Than if than if I tried and failed. Mm. Right? So I just decided to start and, you know, to try, yeah. you know, yeah. nobody can really, you know, fight you, as you say here yeah. in Jamaica, and if, if you try and you made a good point, I'm, I'm glad that you, I'm glad that you started because this sounds like a good initiative, right? Mm -hmm. It sounds like a really good initiative. Anyway, yeah. I hope I didn't disrupt your thoughts too much. You can continue. No, and I, I, I don't, I don't think you did. So I think I was saying. So from since 2017, I started experimenting with different things. I think I had friends who had little businesses and I said, hey, let's do a photo shoot because I want to do a magazine. I want to do this. And we just had this big old grand photo shoot that I couldn't pay anybody for. And we just <laughs> went and asked people, would you want to be in the photo shoot as a model? And people came and they supported. And, and you know, I couldn't pay for what I would do with my little money that I had. I would probably go to the cafeteria right on NCU campus and buy snacks and juice and water so at least mm -hmm. the people that they invited they could have been refreshed when they left um, right right so so but the, but the, the intent was to start and to get a feel of what this whole business thing is like and um you know the aim is not to get regrets and to feel sorry for anything that you probably didn't have at the time because i'm looking back now and i'm, I'm thinking okay there's a lot of things that i would have prayed for asked for and tried my hardest to get money or people or equipment and I never got them but then I'm looking at myself now and I'm saying me if you got what you wanted at that time then this whole thing probably would have flopped because you would have not known how to handle them if someone had given me a whole lot of money at that time 2017 I probably would not have known what to do with it um mm. but I was doing the, the best I can at the level I was at um, and, and, that's, and that's a good thing about just starting because you, of course, as you said, is very intimidating. Yeah. And before you made that, that, that step forward, you'd never really know the, your potential at that level. Um, okay. it, you never know your potential at that level. And then when you actually start, you begin to measure yourself. Okay, if you really have to, okay, I can. Well, for example, let me, use, let me use this very practical now. You started, you have your podcast, you realize that, okay, I probably still have some problem with time management and the f 10 minutes mm. leading up to the podcast. I have to be scrambling because this and that and that. 
um, but I know what I can manage. I know exactly what I can manage. I know that I can manage at least a Zoom podcast. I know I can manage the equipment that I have. And I know that if I get a camera next month and one more person to help me, I'll be able to be better because I already know where I am at and the level that I am at. And as you continue and you continue, you, you, you'll know. I mean, of course, if you're not in self-denial, <laughs> you'll know exactly when you're ready for the big project and you'll know exactly when you're ready for, okay, I can handle three, five more people on my team. I can handle the t-shirts. I can handle the big branding. I can handle yeah. the big media influencers to come be my guests. And because I tell you, as somebody who did podcasts, when I started, I was... There was a sense of intimidation because I didn't think that I was ready, and there were persons who I knew I could get on the podcast, big names probably. And mm-hmm. I said, Nah, I'm not ready for them. This is not ready because we still have to, we still have to figure out the Zoom thing, and we don't have a recording properly, and Wi-Fi this, the Wi-Fi not strong enough. What if it cuts off when this big old person, brick old band ambassador for this yeah. big company is on it? <laughs> All these kind of things you think about. So it's like. Okay, let me just play it safe. Sometimes it doesn't harm me that much, but sometimes it just sets you it just sets you back. Hold you back from your from your from your full potential. But the important thing all remains that you started. Because right. if you started, you would not have been half not come yourself anyways. You would just have been doing something else and probably being unhappy. You know? So I started that and but years down the line, I you know, after starting and then you stopping. And I think this is another thing that people must um, know too, who will be in our position soon, or who, who, who are in our position soon. Um, they would not, all, you, you might not always be consistent with everything. Right. Which is fine. And which is, which is fine to an extent. And yeah, it's to an extent. Fine. Yeah, it's fine to an extent. Um, and it's fine, one, because you started and you started early. <laughs> that's right. what we have that leverage we have that leverage so because I started in 2017 when I was just in my second year of school um, I mean I didn't think at the time that I had time to, to stop and to not be um, consistent but because you know life happened and things happen people move off your team it didn't set me back because I was still young 27 years a long time ago cut, right. and, cut. and I got time to the people in my team now that I'm going to get to later on, and not the people that I had in my team at the time. Um, and it's not because of um, any fallout with anybody or any conflict between the team or poor management or anything. Just life happens. People grow up. People just go separate ways. And, but because I started early, it never really set me back. Um, so people must know and understand that, hey, there will probably be some downtime where you would, oh gosh, I missed two weeks. I got to get back up. But you started and your intention is to continue. So you right. will get back. You will get, you back. get back on track. Um, so, you know, started, you stopped, I started, I stopped. And then I had this, I had this whole idea one summer. I think it was two summers ago. And I said, oh, I, I, and I think I might get to some really, really good stuff here that might, might probably help a lot of people. Um, I remember stopping everything intentionally, just putting everything on a hold. Um, because I wanted to really find the purpose of whatever I'm, I was doing. And then I, under, then I really understood that, in, in that time I understood that 
I cannot separate my project's purpose or my business purpose from my personal purpose. Ah. It, it's, 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 you cannot separate it. So if it is that um, I am a, uh, let's say, musician at heart, I love music, and my purpose is music and to make people, um, I don't know, feel inspired through music, then I cannot, it has to have some kind of semblance to whatever I'm doing. It cannot be separate. Unless you're going to be one of those persons, and I think you might still be a problem in the long run, but you have a bit more leverage, I guess, if you're going to just be one of those businessmen in the background, just putting money there as a, as a venture capitalist and you're just gone. Don't care about the business. But if you're going to care about building and molding something, then you have to be it. It has to be a direct representation of you. Um, so I I had that kind of like a soul-searching thing okay. for a minute. And then I understood that, okay, my purpose is to provide opportunity for people. That is it. Okay, okay, okay. Before we get into that, yeah. before we yeah. get into that, yeah. you, you said a lot just now and you really mm. hit some really critical points. Um, mm. You mentioned, you know, take the risk, just, just yeah. start. Right? The start. Um, you mentioned, you know, adding your purpose to your business or whatever idea is. And yeah. authenticity is very important. Yeah. You have to add yourself in the mix. And that, that's a lesson that I learned when it came on to this that I'm doing now. Because um, the, my first in, business initiative was, you know, was more on the technical side of things. Um, I studied econ and statistics in university, so I was trying to utilize that, you know, to, to, to form a business. And though that isn't a bad idea, I realized that, you know, enough of me is not in it. I remember a friend of mine was editing a video for me and he asked me, do you have any pictures with you looking into the camera? And I thought, I was like, wow. I, I actually don't really have mm. a picture like that. And I didn't really think of it that way. Like when you have something personal, like you're looking at your audience, you know, yeah. and saying, I am here, I'm doing this, you know, for you. It, it, it really has a bigger impact. So um, it's good to see that you took the initiative to, to self-search, as you said. And yeah. mm. you have to do a lot of that. When you're yes. when you're approaching business, uh, not really just business, you know, but life in general, like, yeah. you have to do yeah. a lot of that because you might even be like a older teenager, like 17, 18, 19, early twenties, mid twenties, and you think you know yourself, mm-hmm. but you know it's when when you really start do things by yourself, yeah, when certain things reach you. Yeah. Uh, that's when you really start knowing who you are and it's a whole process that you have to go through and that's when some people know if the business world is for them or not it's not for everyone True. but this podcast is to encourage those who are interested in it right yeah mm-hmm. just a small plug here i recently finished uh, a free ebook that you know Touches on some of these topics, so oh, you know, gonna finalize that announcement at the end of the podcast. But yes, <laughs> um, 
you you went you you, you said you did some soul searching and you know yeah what did you discover i discovered that my purpose was to provide opportunity for people and when i got that i understood that i needed to attach that to every single thing that i would ever do in life every single thing that's how i have to look at things that i'm doing if somebody comes at, for example um me i wanted to be on a podcast now will this podcast allow me to provide the opportunity to somebody to to do something to be successful to be motivated what opportunities am i opening to somebody um and I applied it to everything. So when I became, for example, president of my dorm of my um, dorm club at, at university, I found the problem one because we have to find the problem, and then I found a way how I can solve it through providing opportunity. That is because I cannot okay. disconnect. I, nothing cannot be disconnected. Right, 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 Mister. So, so what was the problem? How did you solve it? Come on, man. Well, well, the problem. Our, our university, we have, um, to some extent, a problem with uh, school spirit, especially now, at, in the middle of the pandemic. Um, in the middle of the pandemic, you know, school spirit is, is really down, and, you know, communication, and, and so, but even with that being the problem, people still sign up to come on the dormitory every single semester because they're expecting a certain type of university, college life experience. They want to come on dorm. They want to. They want to be with friends, and they, they just some some persons. This expectation is is um you know built by what they would have seen on TV. Probably watch a lot of Disney stuff and High School Musical and all that kind of crazy stuff. And they see the big posters in the rooms and or some people just coming from a really hype up high school where sports run the thing, and they just want to come back to university and continue that hype sport and the t-shirt and the girls and all this crazy stuff mm. and the, the, the sad thing is that when they reach on campus now it's not there nothing oh. is there it's just class back home back to your room go to class you have friends that you chill with yeah but it's, it's a pandemic you can't really do certain things um you know a lot of social gatherings are cut out and you can't even hang out in the cafeteria and have lunch anymore so i understood that that was a big problem for um, the residents and I made my my the, the intention of my my presidential tenure to provide an opportunity for people to enjoy school enjoy college life for whatever year I'm in for that year that I'm in and what we did was to change the whole meaning of what it of what it is to be on dawn rebrand the dawn change the logo bring t-shirts um, you know, speeches and presentations and sports and sport competitions and, you know, all this. So we changed the whole atmosphere of the dorm. Wow. At the end of it, at the end of it, people could have said, yeah, man, I want to be on dorm again. I want to be on dorm. Wow. Persons who, in the middle of it, and in the middle of it, you know, there's a fall and the spring semester. At the end of the fall semester, persons came because there, there was this guy who stood up and he said, hey, I, I'm coming on dorm because of what I saw going on on Instagram or on the internet. I saw that you guys were having fun. I saw that you guys oh. were enjoying school and I did not want to be home again. I wanted to come back. And I'm saying, man, yes, it's working. Things are happening. People are seeing and whatever we're doing, it's working. So all the rebranding, we wanted to get flags and 
you know, t-shirts and, you know, it's a whole lot of crazy stuff. But at the end of the day, people enjoy school. And that is, you know, that has built on something, built on a legacy that is continuing now. People are, th- are taking things that we did last year and applying it to this year and saying this, this works. And it's a new a new atmosphere, a new type of leadership because everything is changing because of COVID. Um, people are just um, adapted and just moved on. And we were really, really successful with that. So it all came from a place of, of providing opportunity. I wanted to provide an opportunity for the guys my, like my, my, myself to enjoy school. It's not about just academic work. It's about having fun and getting meaningful experiences as well. And Amen. I wanted to provide whatever avenues I can for them to get that. And, and I think we did that successfully. <sighs> that sounds great, man. Uh, I, I wish I wish I had guys like you at UWE, man. Because when I was going to UWE, uh, when I was going to UWE, it was dull, man. <laughs> mm, mm. Uh, I didn't stay on dorm at UWE, though. I guess that's why. But... Um, yeah, some more stuff like that would be good. But you know that that is good. That is good. And you know, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes when you look at it, the the fact that you see people enjoying themselves and benefit benefiting from it is more rewarding than the financial gain. Yeah. When you see when you see the impact, and I say, yeah, you know, because. There comes a time when you want to make some kind of a difference in the world, right? Even in a small way. People might look at canopy and say, oh, it, it, it's nothing that great. But if we can influence the life of at least one person, I mean, who knows what can happen, right? Yeah, and so um, I really do appreciate um, that you have really taken that step. But I have one question for you, though. Yeah. So outside of the college experience, um, yeah. what's the appeal outside of school? Mm, well, good, and I, I, I was just getting to that. Okay. I, of course, I had to apply the same method, the same purpose-driven method to business. Right. So bring in, so just a hint, our theme for Canopy, our motto is, it's all about opportunity. All of the opportunity because again, and you know, I'm, I'm, I, just, I gotta say this, which and it, and, and it depends on who's listening. Well, it, well, it depends on how they interpret, and I hope I can explain it after. It may sound very wrong and very harsh, but there's a, a, a great deal of selfishness when it comes to the business. Yes, it's all about teamwork. Yes, it's all about, um, and I, I'm not talking about the competitive side of you know. Kind of, you know, being trying to get the sales from another company and talking about within, within. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, it's all about teamwork, and I and I'm proud to say yes. Everything I'm doing is about my team. Everything I'm doing is about my team. I think team first, but at the same time, my business is about me. It right. is about me. It's about me. And a lot of people can't understand that. You know, they, they think that okay, no man, you can't as a leader. You're not supposed to say that and. But you know, I have I have a good team, and they understand what I mean. Um, and, I, and, I I understand. Yeah, what you mean. yeah. <laughs> your business is about you because your business is a direct representation of you. If right. you're somebody that and, and and that is why people hire based on character, not because everybody can have a bachelor's degree. But when you walk in, 
what is your philosophy in life? Is it that, okay, if you saying I love red, I love red because red is fire. And you, 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 the, the person that you're hiring, the shoes are red, jackets is red, pants is red, and you're really effective at what they do. And they're saying, hey, my leadership style is fiery and red. And I mm. love red so much that every single person I lead must wear a red shirt to work every single day. Oh, that is that person's philosophy. That's, you, you can't tell them no. If you're going to hire that person, then you must know that okay, when you walk into your marketing department, you're going to see a lot of red shirts walking around the place because the leader that you hired, their philosophy is red. Um, and that is the same approach I have, I have to take. So, um, opportunity. I want to see people be successful, like ourselves. You know, there's an opportunity to provide okay the target audience creatives independent right. creatives and small business owners those are the two main persons i and i can tell you this i was in um guyana couple, uh, and, and and i saw some of my friends who do fashion and they're djs and um they're artists and they're really good at what they do but at the end of the day nobody was seeing them nobody knew who they were exactly. and, um, you know some of them would have gotten a, a few sales here and there would have had a pop-up shop and um you know the, the the fashion the fashion personnel would have you know had a fashion display people would come and see the work and whatever but at the end of the day that was it nobody was really seeing it and i could remember thinking to myself that i wish i had the opportunity and the rest and the resources to just pick up my friend just pick him up right everybody see everybody see what he's doing so you could earn and become whatever and with that, you I want to see people be comfortable and achieve success doing what they like to do, because um, you know people might people might see people might want to start a podcast, people might want to become a photographer, a videographer in the Caribbean region, but at the end of the day, there's there's not seeing any money coming from it to the point where they can solely depend on. Just a podcast, no other, no other nine to five job. Just a podcast, just their camera, and they're good. Buy a car, mind a family, but people are not seeing the opportunities to do that. Right. Um, which will bring me to another, another, another overall problem that we really that exists and that we our company is directly linked to, which is immigration, immigration, people leaving, and, and yeah. so we're going to come to that soon. But um. The intent is to provide opportunity for people and businesses to grow. All right. All right. Um, I think we have something in common <laughs> where that is concerned. Because during my time of introspection, I it really hit me like, what are you, what am I good at? Mm. When I was going to high school, I could do I could do most of the subjects, but I wasn't particularly good at any subject. Mm. And that followed me to university. And, you know, I, I guess, you know, it's it's always good to be versatile, you know, to be able to do more than one thing. But it must come a point where you have to be good at something, at least one thing. And for the life of me, I just could not find that thing that I'm really good at. And then it, it, it was it was not a good feeling knowing that I'm like, wow, I'm not really 
particular they couldn't anything. It's, it's kind of weird. But then I noticed friends around me who are good at doing things. Um, my friend that I interviewed last week is very good at electric work and he can install cameras and those stuff. And he specified in that field and he's doing well right now. So I'm saying, well, why not just highlight people who are good at stuff? <laughs> you know, I, I can I can kind of talk, you know, I can write, you know. Let me just focus on that. You know, that that so so that helped to bring this podcast to life, you know. Yeah. Because, you know, for the people who are good at things, they do deserve the spotlight sometimes, right? So um, it's good to hear that there's someone else who went through a similar thing. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Of course. Uh, I think it's something that we all have to go through. We all have to go through it. Um, because uh, if you don't get it, you'll be a very unhappy person for a long time. That is um, true. That is yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, you know, some people might disagree with me because you're saying, um, you know, I've never had that and I'm happy. Yeah, you're happy. But then when that... When that, it's like sometimes it comes like a punch. It's like, yo, I'm good today. I'm really good. I love my job and I love my career and I'm really good. I have a lot of money. But boom, you go home one day and it's like you realize that you love nothing that you're doing. And it's like, yo, I, I am not enjoying anything anymore. It just hits you. And then you have, you're forced to that same introspection that you should have done a long time ago. Right. Um, so I, I think if one, one early encouragement to anybody is just to try to force yourself into that now forget that just you know put a few hours aside or maybe maybe it might take a week for some um but try to find what you like to do trying to find what your purpose is and another encouragement that i would tell you is that you already know it people already know what they want to do people already know what you always know we've always known what we like to do um and i was telling a group of friends recently think about the things that you used to do as a child it starts from early because we were always born with we were, we were born with stuff that we are good at that we would you know or if you speak to our peers and grandparents um a lot of stuff we would just be excitement and happiness and giggles but you would say granny what, what as a child what what did i spend my time doing most and you would say a lot of things and then you would realize that hey i kind of still do this now but just in a different way I kind of still look at the world the same because that is the time you start to look at the world and you start to ex- experiment with stuff. Um, the, the same things that you did as a child are, you know, hints to what you should have been doing now. They're pointers to what you should have been doing now. And I can tell you that. You know, a lot of people, and yes, I, I think when I said this, and I think I have used, um, for example, a child, there, there are things that children do generally. Play with crayons, play with play doh or draw, and, and and the person I was speaking to, she said, um, yeah, but everybody does that. Every child does that. And then I said, yeah, but then what you drew with your crayon, I wasn't drawing the same thing. Right. And what right. you and what you made with your play doh, I wasn't making the, the same thing. When um when this person only could have thought about was designing or drawing food. I was drawing buildings. Okay. And yeah, we might 
it might I, I, and these things are they hold on the elements of this thing that's why the self-introspection thing is is so important because there's no black and white thing i'm not gonna say that the, that the child was drawing houses because he was going to be an architect in the future no, no. he was drawing houses because his father was a carpenter and he liked to see his father build stuff so he wanted to build. Like it's a whole other different stuff. Yeah, right. And it, it can it can but when you think about it and you align certain things now, it's like you get it. You get it. You get right. it. You get um, why you why you were always um defending people. You get why every time you drew something it always looked like this and you know? So uh, very good. I, I I never really thought of it that way. That's that that's brilliant. So like you should have done psychology or something. Anyway, um, <laughs> just get into um the other question. Were there? Did you face any challenges in building this business? You know, what were the hurdles that you had to overcome? Aside from the introspective aspect, were there any outside, mm-hmm. you know, factors that you had to deal with? Um. As it, as it relates to, let me see, like money or so. Um, it can be that. Okay. Yeah, that, I mean, that was a that was a part of it. That was a part of it. Because um, I never had the funding. I never had a big bank account sitting out somewhere. And I never had savings either. Um, but what I had was a network. And I have people. And people that support me. So, you know, you ask here and you ask there and persons... Um, pitching and person would loan you this and okay hold on so, hold on mr ming we have to highlight <laughs> that point we have to highlight that point <laughs> yeah. it's often said that your network yeah. determines your net mm. worth yeah definitely yes definitely, definitely. i started to cut it but i had to highlight that yeah you man. Know. And, it, and no problem because it's a very important point and i mean my, my net worth definitely showed up because I had a lot of help, um, you know. Wait, get into the help, Mr. Me. Get into the help. Um, yeah. You say you have a team working with, mm-hmm. right? So was there any issue within that team when you were building this business or everything just went smoothly? Everything went smoothly for the most part. For the okay, most part. that's yeah, great. Because, yeah, because, um, you know, I didn't just pull persons, pull persons just off the back we we okay. were a team for quite a long time and when you i'm gonna i'm gonna say this and a lot of people don't know when you look at the podcast app this that is in a dorm dorm room oh it's my, okay. it's my dorm room we remodeled that and I, I don't think you'll get it from when you if i didn't tell you this now you would never guess it i promise you that um okay and then before that we did an, epi- an episode and People like my dean for the university, my dean from my from my dormitory. The first episode of a production that we did was in his office. He said, "Dean, I want to use the office for this production." He said, "Yeah, man, here's the key. We remodeled his office. We got light, we got camera, we did it. Seamless. Nobody would know that this is in a university dorm. Um, the podcast, nobody would know that this is in a university dormitory. So people were always there, you know. It, and it would not. It wasn't always money. Most of the time, it wasn't money." Mm. But it was equivalent because I don't have the money, but somebody's giving me an entire room to a production in. Ah, there we would go. You take the money, would you take the room? You know, you know. So 
um, we had that kind of help. And the team was there from the start, from that time. So as we grew from, you know, Dean's office to a dorm room and from a dorm room, now we have an office with a big old building and we're about to open soon. And so the team was there. The team was there. So we kind of okay. bought it all the time. And, you know, people would have fallen, fallen, fallen out because of different reasons, but not many. Um, the core of the team, we're still there, we're still going, you know, and of course, as I said, you're going to have a group of people that, that could ride the wave with you. When you're yeah. down and, and, and you're stuck and you're at a state where everything is dormant, they're also at that same state and they could pull you back out of it as well. So you, everybody's on the same wavelength and you're going together, you're going together. Um, and that team is here, we're just ready with the perfect window just to open up that we panic for we need to just go full speed ahead and work all right full speed ahead okay we're gonna have to unfortunately close down the podcast <laughs> we have been speaking for a while so many things were said people this is the business motivation podcast this is where you come to hear these encouraging messages yeah. um mr ming i do want you to just say a final word to the audience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what I would say is, well, I think what I I said a very important part earlier, which we agreed to, which is just start. You gotta start. You have to start. There's no point in listening to us now, and then think that's gonna wait till five years down the line when you have money, which you probably still won't have enough then to start. Start now. Starting now doesn't necessarily mean getting all the equipment or getting all the space. Starting now could mean starting a business plan. On a free website, it helps you formulate a business plan. Starting now could mean finding two other persons who share your vision. Right. Starting now could mean yeah, you just set up your structure. So when you actually get the funds to work with, then boom. And, and people like to see progress before they can help too. You know, it's right. easier now. It's easier now to add somebody to assist you with developing the podcast because they look and they saw that you started and they saw hey. and you're seeing what you're asking for that you need instead of you just coming empty-handed you haven't started anything yet and you're saying hey i want to start a podcast i want to start a podcast just come ahead just come and help me but when the, the conversation is different now when you're saying i started a podcast i don't want to take it to the next level i don't want you to assist me so uh. start. and after you started Get a good team of people um, that you trust, that share your vision, and that trust you. Um, you gotta get somebody that trusts you in the team. You, and yeah, it's good if you trust them, yes, but they gotta trust you. Do they trust you to lead them? Um, do they trust you to lead them? Yeah, you could trust them to do the work well, but can you trust them to get a bottle of water from the cafeteria for you? <laughs> that is the type of them that you have to be on your team. And, All right. All right, Mr. Ming, uh, very profound words. If you want to find out more about Canopy Media, not Cyanopy, Canopy, <laughs> um, the links to Mr. Ming's social media will be in the description. Of course, if you want to find out more about me, my social media links will also be in the description. Remember, my free ebook has officially been it's finished i haven't really launched yet but you know this is an early 
speak. It's called Prioritizing Your Business Vision, Volume 1. So that implies that there will be a Volume 2, right? Um, so in order to get that book, all you have to do is contact me, consultmjf at gmail.com. That email will be in the description. And just tell me that you're interested in the book and I'll send you the book. It's that simple. All right. And by doing so, you would have automatically joined my email list. So, right. So that's it from us. A lot of good points were made. Um, thank you very much, Mr. Quinnell Ming, for taking the time out to be here on the Business Motivation Podcast. My name is Matthew Ferguson, the Business Motivator. And this has been the Business Motivation Podcast, Episode 4 talking to Mr. Quinnell Ming, founder of Canopy Media. Remember, people, always stay motivated. All right? Good night, everyone.